I didn't never liked anything that I made. Everything I made, even going far back to when I was like 17 and I was writing poetry. Half the poems that I would write when I was first writing, I would throw them out, I would rip them up. This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champaign-Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champaign-Urbana music scene, past or present. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to be a part of the Champagne Showers podcast network. Welcome to Champagne is also a band podcast. Today I have Josa. So, Josa, welcome to the show. How's it going? How's it going? Today we're going to be listening to your song Meds, and it's upcoming, right? Yeah, You're going to be releasing that yet. pretty soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a planned date for that? Not yet, like completely. It's definitely going to come out beginning of the next year with a project. This will be the first time people will get a chance to hear it. If you're in the Champagne area... And you've came to one of my shows. You've definitely heard this song before. This is one of those songs I perform a lot. It's not released yet. Not until 2024. All right. Well, without further ado, let's listen to the song, Meds. Looking for my God. 
Welcome back. So, of course, Joseph, my first and favorite question to always ask is, mm. what came first? Was it the words or was it the music? I would honestly say it was the feeling. The way I wrote this song specifically was, I was in my house, you know, obviously a lot of stuff going on in my life and, you know, just thinking and it was one of those things where like my brain was just clouded and I couldn't really do anything. And I was talking with a friend and you know, I'm just like, hey, you know, I know I invited you to hang out, but I'm going to play a beat real quick. I need to make something right now. Like, I'm, I have so much going on. I need to make something. And I put the beat on, and that was kind of like the first thing that came out. It was like, I'm trying my best. Yeah, I need some, re-. you know, it was uh-huh. just like, that was the first thing that came out. And then from there, that's when I just, I would say it was more of the feeling that came first. Because it was like, it was all just like, my brain was cloudy. All right, let's get this out. Yeah, yeah. And that's what came out. It's interesting when you can use the writing of a music song to figure out exactly kind of what you're thinking and feeling and like Mm. a way to process, right? Yeah. This definitely hits as a song that is about kind of processing what you're feeling and what you're thinking and and like what exactly is it you're feeling, especially when you're not really sure what you're Mm. feeling. I think one of my normal questions is like, well, what was the first line? And it it turns out that I'm going to call this the hook. You know, usually that at least gives you some idea of where the person's heading, like what they were thinking Mm. about first in terms of the story. You know, I always break down songs like in the idea of like, it's a story. It's something Mm. that we're trying to figure out. You know, with this, I, I wasn't sure if you had started with the hook or you had started with some of your verses you started off with the hook was the beat that you were working with at the time was it this beat that you're using now it was one of those rare moments where you you know i picked the beat you know i started just falling on the beat and it just it became what it was i didn't really have to do much line after line it became what it was the way that i've been interpreting this in going through this song i think about you have the hook that's kind of a, a reassurance to yourself or whatever like you're you're just trying to go on every day and then you use the verses to kind of explain why you're going through what you're going through. This is a question I don't usually ask about titles, Mm -hmm. but I'm just curious, why did you pick the name Meds for it? Because you only mention it briefly, Mm -hmm. but the thing is that in some ways this is, I want to say is is kind of a love song too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're missing this person. They meant a great deal to you, but the fact that you named it meds i was just curious about that choice the one thing about about all my titles 
is for the most part they do have to do with the song and they have some relation to it but i'm i'm real fucking shitty at titles mm-hmm. like i can't like I'll, I'll make a whole song i'll sit there you know make three four songs in a studio and then i look at everybody like damn what y'all think this should be named like so meds was definitely one of those titles where you know i was at the studio the producer mousepad who i I work with pretty often he knows me already he knows i don't really have titles Uh so he's like yeah i'm just gonna call this meds you know obviously if i I, if i need to change it i can change it before i drop it he's like i'm just gonna call this meds you know i stuck with it because it was like dealing with things you know the song you know like oh when i first made the song it's like man i had so much in my head you know obviously i I, music is a big way i cope i'm a drinker i'm a smoker like you know so meds just kind of fit right there it was like i'm trying i I need my meds i guess the thing that that struck me as I kept thinking about like you're in a situation where you could say like the catalyst or whatever the the reason for the song was it was a relationship that didn't turn out the person moved on but maybe you didn't move on but the choice of calling it meds is kind of like maybe you want to focus on the fact that you need some help to get get through this right whatever that is and I would say also like I wouldn't want the like main focus to be a female just because like yeah i mentioned the part where in the song where it's like oh baby girl you're wonderful you make me feel untouchable i feel like one of the reasons i did put that in too is because it's like at the time yeah i was talking to somebody and it's like oh yeah i'm going through all this stuff but like oh i feel good when i'm with you but i feel like that's that's a normal human being feeling you know a person could be going through a bunch of shit and then boom you know they meet somebody that may distract them from what's going on yeah but the shit's still going on like you know and i I touch on a lot of like like depression you know all that the the shit's still going on you make me feel untouchable you make me feel good but like everything is still going on in the background it does not matter like when i talk to my friends and stuff and i'll like give them advice i call it like they're in a dream state you know oh every time yeah you could go and see that girl like oh you're traveling out of town to see that girl because you know you're feeling some type of way and when you're with her cool you're good Mm-hmm. but that's a dream that's not life when you go back and you're not around her no more guess what you're still gonna be going through all the shit that you've been going through you know it, everything mm. is still stays so like yeah you make me feel untouchable you make me feel good but everything still stays no matter what i do talk about a female but there's a lot of stuff going on right you know like i'm not i'm not trying my best pleasing you pleasing a female no i'm trying my best in my life and I feel like that's something a lot of people could say. You know, a lot of people try their best, but, you know, they're just brought shit. When did the verses become part of this? Because it sounds like you wrote the the whole hook. So, like, a lot of my songs are made out, like, you know, just randomly. You know, yeah, I could keep making songs and, you know, I could keep putting out work. I could constantly write music, but there's only a few that have that feeling in it, that heart in it that it's like oh okay i get what he's saying i i feel what he's saying this is definitely one of those songs but i once i write a song i i move past it and i start writing the next song in the beginning of when i wrote this song it was more like my head was clouded with a lot of things anybody who's an overthinker would understand sometimes you're thinking about shit that's not even going on right now could be in the past could be in the future like you're just overly thinking so like that was line after line just like things that i felt things that i thought of and that's how the first verse came about this was one of those songs that it really was just like, oh, okay, I'm trying my best. 
you know because that yeah. was literally the first thought that had came to my head i don't know if it had to do with the conversation i was having with my friend but it was just like that was the first time like man in life I'm, I'm really trying i'm trying to do this why do i keep getting this back and then just after that it was just more just me thinking about stuff that i was thinking about already or like that were in my head that point when i wrote the song was a point where i was extremely overwhelmed you know with all my thoughts and you know what was going on in my life at the time like i told you i was hanging out with a friend that day yeah wasn't even supposed to be writing music i was you know, hanging out with her, you know, doing whatever. Let's stop hanging out for a second. I need to be in my own brain. I need to fucking, I need to write something or at least try. Because I didn't know I was, like, I didn't have anything in my head when I first told her, like, that I wanted to, you know, throw on a beat. It was more like, I don't know what to do. I have so much in my brain. Mm -hmm. So let me throw on a beat. Yeah. Let me see what, what could happen. It just happened that the first beat I put on. Yeah. And, and, and it just kind of worked from there. It was like, okay, now I can say this, that, that, that. And everything followed afterwards. I'm curious about something you said earlier about that you write a lot, but you don't necessarily share or, you know, put out mm -hmm. the work as much. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering, do you, like, do you save those? Do you, I mean, it's, I'm always trying to encourage people to like get their work out, whether it's, mm. it's what they consider like 100% or not. Cause I think a lot of people are interested. I mean, there will always be haters, but like seeing where your work goes, like mm. the, the stuff that maybe isn't the greatest, but then by comparison, good songs like this can have that impact. I guess you could say this is not necessarily my downfall, but like one of those things that's not like as good as like, I always feel like, oh, I need to wait for the right time. As an artist, I struggle with, in the beginning, especially like when I first started making music, I didn't never liked anything that I made. Everything I made, even going far back to when I was like 17 and I was writing poetry. Half the poems that I would write when I was first writing, I would throw them out. I would rip them up. Sometimes even go on as far as to burn them. I'll fucking get rid of it. So like a lot of my early work would literally just never be seen because I would destroy it right afterwards. And in growing as an artist, realize that's not a good thing. Probably should keep my work that I make. But also I feel like timing is a thing. There is, you know, a right time and a wrong time to drop things. But also I am getting a little heavier on that trigger finger now. Like that's why like I'm dropping my first project since I first started fucking doing this. Yeah. But not that now is the right time, but it's like, all right, I keep making excuses not to drop all this. Right. So now that the fuck it, we're not going to do no excuse. We're going to, we're going to just start dropping, you know? And that's why like I did the way I did it. Like I'm going to drop a three song project next year. You know, I chose three songs because I'm like, okay, let's, I don't want to do too much, but we're going to pick the three songs that one I like. When you said you would burn the poems, you would get rid of them. Did that help? I mean, did that, was that something that like you found, was it like rewarding to be able to just I just hated, I hated my work that much. I, I loved writing, you know, at the time, especially when I first started doing it, I loved writing. I love, you know, having that outlet, you know, just being able to talk on the paper but I just never felt like it was worth listening to hmm. in, in the beginning stages. Like I said, I've grown as an artist and, you know, I've learned not to do that and I've learned to love my work. But yeah, in the very beginning, like I, I you know, there's times I would even, I would personally, I would like read it back and I'll be like, man, this is good. Mm -hmm. And then it'll just sit on me. It'll just marinate a little bit and it'll be like, nah, nobody wants to listen to this. And I'll fucking... I'll just yeah. burn it or rip it, whatever, get rid of it.
I guess I haven't really explored this, but like, I wonder how much or how often that is that, you know, artists as they're starting, they're just like, all of it's crap. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want, you know, like this shouldn't be shared, but I feel I'm considerably older than you. So I'm just going to say like, sometimes it does, it, do, it does have that weird effect of like, God, I wish I could remember how it felt like back then when, when everything was new. And even if I hated it, that kind of energy I don't know. Yeah. Like, so one of the things is like the pieces that I couldn't really erase, you know, I'll do stuff in school and randomly, like, I think it was like a few months back, I went, I was looking through like my Google files and I was looking through like old poetry that I had wrote, you know, in high school and stuff, you know, stuff that I would have probably thrown out, but because it's on, you know, online, I, you know, it's there. Yeah. And I liked it. I would look back at like stuff that I still do have from when I first started writing. It's fucking good. I can't lie. It's it's good. And, you know, a lot of times I'm like, man, I, I wish I wrote like that. You know, now right. it was more of that mindset, which I think is a big thing, especially with being an artist, like just standing on your shit. Like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this. I know it's good. I know y'all are going to like it, despite what anybody else thinks or says. If you do a set, where would you put meds in your set list? middle end because like that's even something i'm still like constructing right now as an artist where to put what song primarily if you you listen to my music if you listen to it all it's just a lot of sad music and i don't really have too many turnt songs so it's easy for me to change these songs oh if i don't want to perform this one at this time i perform it at the end like i don't really have any way to put it just because my my set is usually just sad that's what i do that's what i'm comfortable with doing definitely i have a lot of lit songs too but i prefer doing my sad songs my songs with more feeling in it what i wanted to do is maybe tell you kind of what my favorite part of the song is okay. and then i'm gonna ask you your favorite part I had a hard time picking because I think there's some really honest, like really nice parts that connect. Like, I think it's the third line in, in the first verse is the battle in my head, like a showdown and I'm all alone. It's ghost town. I'm in my head. I can't breathe. Offer me to die. Yes, gladly. There's a very strong reaction when I, when I hear those words and like, I, I like how that, that connects but then I also really like the end of that first verse uh, where you're talking about kind of that realization that it's not just a person is a result of problems, should I say? Like, it's it's a whole picture like we were talking, you know, you had mentioned before. The, I suppose it wasn't real then, I was in the field then, we ain't have no meals then, hole in my shoes, and then using duct tape to seal them. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, it's, it's that there's something also about you know your shoes that's that's how you get around that's mm. like the that's the base but i was just thinking about trying to keep your your shoes together right you know you could even be like that's a metaphor for you know meds in a way like the things that keep you grounded that was my interpretation is like that was also kind of a reference and it, that may not have been what you intended yeah. but you uh, know. <laughs> i'm like oh in my head i'm like that's a good way to think about it like yeah i can't lie sit here and lie and say that was the way i meant it no i was more of a literal thing like yeah definitely you can always interpret something very literally or yeah. it's very no, yeah, it like could go both ways i'm gonna say that those are like my two favorite parts but i think mm. that those are like in a weird way kind of the some of the more darker parts of the song and you know I, i'm just i'm just the type that likes the real 
like yeah. the real sad song kind of thing what's your favorite part of the song i would honestly pretty much agree with you obviously i like all of the song but it's like i do like my verse i feel like the hook and the bridge do kind of like say something in terms of like okay you know i'm trying my best in life i'm trying to do this incorporating faith as well like i i don't feel like i'm supported the bridge incorporating stuff like how something simple as like being with somebody can make you feel good in the midst of all your darkness and the midst of everything you're going through but the verse you know just kind of lays everything out you know because i feel like i do talk about multiple things on the verse but this shit's still going on and this shit still happened because you know just because something's in your past doesn't mean it still doesn't affect you laying out all the things like the real like what you said the realer part of the whole song like you know holes in my shoes using duct tape to seal them like that gritty part man this is it this is what i'm talking about in the song what i'm what i'm going through what i've been through yeah that's why i would say that's my favorite part because this is like those are the real parts those are the parts i wanted to get out why did you pick this song to be the song you wanted to talk about today like i said i'm dropping a three-part project three songs on the project first song is like uh, why am i like this second song would be take a shot and last song will be meds right the reason i chose this one all of all of them was for two reasons ones i feel like this song does say a lot especially about what i'm going through the big point of this whole project was i feel like the only person that truly knew was my boy jameer and you know one time we're chilling in the car and i'm uh, i was like i was done with everything i'm it's like i'm, I'm not gonna do music anymore hmm. i'm done trying with the music shit you know i don't want to do this no more like i just want to focus on my life everything that's not music i want to focus on that like I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally done with this, and I, I, I did it. I took everything that was music out of my life, and I was just chilling here. I think it was like one, a month or two. The world doesn't stop. I'm still seeing, you know, my friends or people that are not my friends. You know, still doing music, still doing what they're doing, and you know, I always have love for people. What my boys are doing and all that shit, like I'm, I'm I was cool. I'm like, yeah, but then at the same time, I'm just like why am i stopping music so who's that benefiting even the other side of it was just like like i said i always have this self-hatred thing so it was like i'm not bad i'm not i'm not like half the stuff that i make is better than a lot of what people make why am i stopping this that's you know where the name of my project came from is this something i do this the self-hatred thing was like i ended up naming my project taking a break from my demise taking a break from my death i put myself in that position where like i was the one that destroyed my poetry i was the one that did that take a break from the self-hatred let's see what happens if you don't hate yourself let's see what happens if you do put 100 percent forth of what you want to do but have no doubt you know because you could put 100 percent. trust me i've done it i've put 100 percent into something that i wanted to do but still had doubt where will we be without the doubt you know i could drop the song think it's gonna do bad what about if i don't think it's gonna do bad let's believe and i feel like the whole project does showcase that really well but yeah mez is one of those songs that it's like it does talk about a lot but also i feel like it does show versatility a little more too i sang on the song i rapped on the song you know i layered it up there's a lot of versatility in the song so like on both ends meds does talk about a lot but meds also does show a lot in terms of what i could do as an artist you know with my voice 
Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to support Jubilee Cafe. Jubilee Cafe is a free weekly meal program at Community United Church of Christ, 805 South 6th Street in Champaign, Illinois. Jubilee Cafe serves a home-cooked meal from 5 to 6.30 each Monday. Their mission is to feed hungry people by cooking healthy, delicious meals and by serving their guests restaurant-style with servers waiting on tables. Jubilee Cafe is open to anyone who cares to eat with them. Because food insecurity among students is so high, they serve students as well as others in and around the Champaign-Urbana community who struggle with hunger. Meals are free to all and will be served each Monday evening, located in the accessible lower level of the building at 6th and Daniel Streets in Champaign. For more information on the meal or how to volunteer, Go to the Jubilee Cafe CUCC Facebook page or email them at jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. That's jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. Welcome back. So... Joza, what is your favorite Champaign-Urbana venue? I feel like one one venue that comes into everybody's mind is Canopy. Definitely do like that place, you know, especially when I just get to start performing there. But after I started being in, like, the Champagne music scene a little more, I don't know, like, even though this is a smaller venue, uh, shout out Red. I like performing at Reds. I like performing at Canopy too, but I definitely feel like I do get a lot more love and definitely interaction. Red is a artist that, you know, they perform and they throw shows. I like performing with them and I like being there and performing. You know, the the crowd and the energy is just there. Listeners, you may remember Red from episode 110. There's something to be said for house show venues. It's not about having a ton of people. It's just about having good people, like, all accumulated in one spot. Yeah, I and like. I, I don't know. I feel like, not to cut you off, but nope. um, I feel like, especially as, like, a, a local artist or, like, coming up, those house venues or those, I'm putting air quotes up, those smaller venues, mm-hmm. they give the most because like I, i've been at plenty of shows at canopy i performed at canopy plenty of times definitely get my love there when you're at a like one of these house shows or you know these smaller venues you're right there in front of your audience yeah and literally as soon as i hop off the stage boom they're right there in front of my face yeah. oh you know i fuck with your shit you know i I like your song. I like what you did, you know, whatever. So I definitely got a lot of more love through those house venues and those house shows. The big question in this section is, what do you think makes a good music scene? I would say the thing that makes a good music scene is just like having willing artists that are really not too focused on their, like the way they look, you know, or like, you know, just being a tough guy. Artists that are just willing to work with no confrontation, no none of that. When I was in Chicago, you know, I was working there because, you know, obviously that's where I grew up. It was something always happening. I have stories upon stories, like almost beefed with the fucking Reese's Puff guy. There was one time we did an event at the studio. Randomly, somebody got stabbed. Shit always going on or like 
people always having problems with you whether it be they fuck with your music or they don't somebody always had a problem there was always a problem coming over here you still had that same thing but it was more like it was less of it yeah i just met you i'm not gonna hate on what you're doing i fuck with what you're doing i want to see you win let's yeah. work that acceptance like uh let's let's grow together let's do this that's what makes a good music scene whereas like being in chicago there's you know a bunch of grimy shit going on motherfuckers will show you love but at, at the same time want you to uh, to fall you know they're just showing you that love to get what they can get out of it and just having that oh i want to work with people i want to see everybody grow all the i feel like all the people that i work with right now you know a few honorable mentions uh jamir xo malik goofy mousepad like people that you know they obviously they want to be the best you mm -hmm. know the who who in what you're in whatever field you're doing you want to be the best always but guess what at the same time if i ask any one of these people they want to see me win they want to see me do the best i can and that's something you can't find in every music scene that's one of those things that like are rare like i said growing up in chicago and doing the music there i had people that show me love it was never not love but at the same time secretly you know especially mm -hmm. realizing us after the fact secretly they didn't want me to win secretly they were hating secretly they were wanting to see me do the worst you know so the real thing that makes the best music sing is like that love that authentic love i want to do the best but shit if you do it you know i'm gonna give you your flowers I right. want to see you do good. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to support Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street, located in the old train station building at 100 North Chestnut Street in downtown Champaign, has been helping to build record collections since 2004. Carrying a wide array of new and used LPs, CDs, and video games. Exile on Main Street has something for just about any music enthusiast and old-school gaming devotee. Exile also hosts regular free live music shows on its stage, so be sure to check out their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for the up-to-date details on the next upcoming event. Open seven days a week. They can be reached by phone at 217-398-MAIN. That's 217-398-6246. Welcome back. So, Josa, what is your favorite non-musical thing or things? I, I feel like a lot of people could agree with me in the room. Food. I mm -hmm. like food. I cook. You know, uh -huh. I like cooking. That's one of those things that I do, like, outside of the mic that I actually enjoy doing. Yeah, uh, there's not what, much I can say more on it. I love what, cooking. What's your favorite go-to dish, then? Anything barbecue. Anything barbecue. So, like, okay. to, to put it in, for example, like, this Thanksgiving, I smoked a turkey for, I think, four or five hours. Yeah, yeah. One of the best turkeys I've ever made, like. Sorry, just going to throw on top of that, we, we do, uh, for our turkey, we also, we out on the Weber, right? Like mm -hmm. with charcoal and oh hell all yeah! That. But mm -hmm. um, we also brine it the night before. Yep. That which is the same like, thing. Yeah, that, that changes, changes everything. Mm -hmm. Yep. You brine it, get that you know that seasoning in. You know, it, let it mm -hmm. all soak up. It makes a big difference. And I mean, for the most part, everybody likes a juicy turkey instead of oh, a really yeah. dry as hell turkey. Oh yeah. Um, I wish I could have invited y'all over for my Thanksgiving. 
Bro, my check. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sorry. Like my shit was good. Obviously, I've never tried anybody else's turkey besides like my family's, but I think I had some of the best turkey. Yeah. Of that year. Um. <laughs> like and the bones you can make you can make broth with. Oh hell yeah! It's really oh. And then you make well. I usually make chili out of it because it's like that smoky. See, I like you have animals, so you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, my cat is my son. I took on my turkey neck and I made him a nice little broth. He also has some turkey too. Everything I eat, I feed my cat. Um, yeah, you <laughs> it want has to pass. Sm- it has to pass the cat know, test. Like, <laughs> I gave him a piece of smoked turkey. So besides turkey, anything besides music and all, like I made it a point end of 2022, beginning of 2023, to really put 100 percent in music. So like on the side, if I'm doing anything, I'm maybe cooking. But besides that, I'm thinking about music, whether it's I'm thinking of new bars, whether I'm thinking of marketing. Aside from that, I'm I'm thinking about music. That's been my point. I would say I started taking it seriously 2023, the beginning of it. And I've, I've showed progress from it. Just the most that I've ever seen in my career, because like what well, I've been doing this since I was 17, 18. And when I first started, you know, nothing was happening. I wasn't getting no pushing followers i wasn't getting nothing no streams none of that but it wasn't until i started pushing 100 percent. where it was like i'm waking up today what in music can i do versus what can i do oh i'm just gonna go out to eat no 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 what can i do in music yeah let's let's go to the studio oh shit jermaine you got a you got a studio session today for sure can i slide bet after that yo i'm about to do this photo shoot want to come with me just having every every step that i take ah it's gonna be a music step besides music cooking is really the only thing i would do like on the side like i have really no other love that much like i I love music i i'm still curious about the idea of you know pursuing something and doing it without doubt it's not something you can necessarily turn off it's just like Mm. do you just dive off that cliff so to speak like whether it it matters you know what i mean like whether it happens or not it's something i struggle with to this day it's like just the other day i wrote a song and i really fuck with it and it's just like that's always gonna happen you know it's it's all about what you listen to and i feel like that's the that's the case with anything like you know, just being an artist, somebody could tell me my song is bad. It's all about what I listen to. Just the same way I'm telling, oh, yeah, I hate my song. Am I going to listen to that? Even though it's coming from me, am I going to? Nah, I'm not going to listen to that. Right. You know, and it's the same thing with anybody else. If anybody else has any other hate towards my song, it's just like, what are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the things that are going to craft you into the, the best artist you can be? Are you going to listen to things that are just going to keep pulling you back? Well, Joseph, thank you for being on the show and telling me about your song Meds and about the Champaign-Urbana music scene and your experiences and mm-hmm. your favorite non-musical thing, even though it you get pulled back into the music all the time. And just, I, I've really appreciated you coming all the way out here and uh, be being on. on the show. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Champagne is also a band podcast. This is Artist Joseph reminding you great music is out there. Go find it where you live.
it's a wrap. Champagne is also a band. You almost have an NPR voice. It's so good. Do <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> This is a little bit of a 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 bit of